0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, June eighteenth. Good morning. I'm Jeff Allen. Here's today's headlines. Bolton. Trump linked ag deal to re-election. USTR eyes Canada on dairy and House Ag Chair insisting on ethanol aid. Technology may be a hurdle for saving bees. In 2019, an online pesticide notification tool known as BeWare was launched as a way to head off accidental colony exposures. The program has nearly hit its target of registering 1.5 million honeybee colonies in the state since July, that according to CDFA. The USDA estimate for colonies in California last year peaked at about 1.8 million. Kern County tops the list at 166,000 colonies and Tulare, Fresno, and Merced counties are close behind. More than 19,000 notifications or bee checks have been sent to applicators, growers, and pest control advisors. These alert that a colony is nearby and spring should be postponed. Of the bee checks, just 25% were run by farmers. This raised concerns among members of CDA's Apiary Advisory Board during a meeting yesterday. Some worried that coordinating the phone app, the web platform, and email was too much of a technology leap for farmers. However, Sandy Ellis of the California Agricultural Commissioners and Sealers Association said it could be a simple user error. I fear that some growers and applicators may think that it's automated. It's not, she said, explaining that users must sign up to be notified. The coalition is looking into an update to allow it to better track the metrics based on pesticide use reports. Others suggest making Beware more accessible by integrating it into widely used platforms like Agrarian. For now, the answer is more outreach to growers. Face masks available for farmers. County Ag Commissioners now have about 500,000 surgical masks to be distributed at no cost. Trade groups are urging growers to contact the offices and schedule pickup. The masks are a result of a partnership with CDFA. Remember, last month, Governor Newsom said his administration was providing 4.2 million masks to farm workers and into our agricultural community. This was part of an allocation of 11 million surgical masks to essential industries throughout the state. Legislature rejects delay on truck inspections. As an item in its budget plan, the Assembly is rejecting trailer bill language that would delay implementation of a new smog check program for big rigs. Republican Senator Brian Dolly, who runs a speed and trucking business in Lassen County, pushed back last year on the measure that established the program. He called it a big problem for somebody like myself, who has never been able to afford a brand new truck. It's going to be a hardship on the people trying to make a living on top of all the other regulations that have been piled on top of us, he said at a committee hearing. It's going to drive the cost of freight up in California. The assembly budget includes nearly $2 million for implementing the program and a related project. Biden calls for COVID-19 safety rules for workers. Presumptive Democratic nominee Joe Biden yesterday called for the federal government to set enforceable standards for protecting workers from COVID-19. Biden also proposed guaranteeing all workers access to testing and personal protective equipment. He said OSHA should require social distancing, improved ventilation and sanitation procedures, and PPE for employees. This isn't a debate about whether to reopen the economy. It's about how we make reopening work for everyone, he said. You can read the full report at agripulse.com. Lighthizer denies Bolton claim. President Donald Trump's former national security advisor has dropped a bombshell with his accusation that Trump directly pressed Chinese President Xi Jinping to help his reelection election by purchasing U.S. farm commodities. In an excerpt from his forthcoming book, Bolton alleges the White House blocked him from publishing the exact words of what Trump said. U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer, testifying on Capitol Hill yesterday afternoon, said he had no recollection of such a request of Z, calling Bolton's allegation, quote, completely crazy. Keep in mind, Bolton's accusations suggest the Phase 1 trade deal was more about short-term political gain than any strategic trade victory. By the way, Leihazer told lawmakers that China will fully comply with the promises to buy U.S. farm commodities and that the United Kingdom will be required to lift barriers on American ag products in any trade deal with the U.S. USTR U.S. ready for USMCA, but eyeing Canada on dairy. Leinheiser says the U.S. is, quote, ready to go for USMCA implementation on July 1, but he stressed he will be keeping a close eye on Canada to make sure it lives up to its promise for dairy reforms. Canada agreed in the deal to eliminate its Class Seven dairy pricing system, which U.S. producers say flooded the international market with skim milk powder. But Leinheiser said he's leery. If there's any shading of the benefits of American farmers, we're going to bring a case against them, Lighthizer said. But, according to the National Milk Producers Federation and the U.S. Dairy Export Council, Canada is already dissing the U.S. by allocating new tariff rate quotas that discourage high-value U.S. imports. Rural broadband center stage at the White House today. President Trump is scheduled to talk about access to rural broadband at a White House event today. The meeting comes as Bloomberg first reported on Monday that the administration's working on a $1 trillion infrastructure plan, which includes funding for rural broadband and 5G wireless infrastructure. EPA names 33 ag advisors. 33 people have been appointed to EPA's Farm, Ranch, and Rural Communities Committee a federal advisory panel that provides independent policy advice, information, and recommendations to EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler. Members come from academia, farm groups, food and ag companies, state, local, and tribal governments, and non-government organizations. For California, Amy Wolf of AgSafe and Jeanette Lombardo of the group California Food and Agribusiness Advocates are on the committee. Republican Representative Dan Newhouse of Washington praising the appointment of Michael Crowder, President-elect of the National Association of Conservation Districts and General Manager of Barker Ranch in Washington. Looking for PPP forgiveness? Easy applications out. The Small Business Administration has released a revised application for forgiveness of Paycheck Protection Program loans as well as a new easy application that could be relevant to some agriculture borrowers. Borrowers who can use the easy version include those who are self-employed and have no workers. Others also can use the form if they didn't reduce wages of their employees by more than 25% and didn't reduce the number of hours of their employees. Here's today's He Said It. There's no smoking gun to tell us how products are contaminated. That's Scott Horsfall, CEO of the California Leafy Greens Marketing Agreement, describing the results of an FDA investigation into E. coli outbreak on remain lettuce last year and updates on food safety standards. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, June 18th, brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.